Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It is the 11th of October, 2022, and this is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in business and markets, and plenty more besides. I'm Nadine Blaney, and I am joined today by Kyle Rodder. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Nadine. How are you? Um, Good overall. Still trying to recover, I think, from daylight saving shifts. Um, (laughs) Only waking up at about 2 p.m., which is coincidental because I do get on about that time, so that's good. Oh, okay. 2 p.m., yeah. But um, no, uh, not too bad. Perhaps that's, uh, you know... I'm just tracking where the market is at the moment, feeling a little bit sluggish and uh, waiting for some of the big events at the back end of the week. So, yeah, it was a bit of a fizzle today, wasn't it? So when I was on air at 10 o'clock, oh, well, it wasn't overly optimistic, but it was more positive than we ended the session. It was a green color. Yeah. Now, it was uh, a negative finish by about a quarter of one percentage point, 6,652 for the S&P ASX 200. And um, I'll just do a little summary for our viewers or listeners, I should say, <laughs> who like getting that bit of an update. Um, if we're talking about some of the sectors that outperformed or underperformed, well, look no further today than the energy space, which I sort of foreshadowed would likely come under pressure because of oil prices overnight. The A-REIT sector got banged around, down by 1%. Infotech, off by 8 tenths of a percent. But we did see a bit of life in industrials today. Hmm. Um yeah, I guess the best performance sector was the industrials, which was up by six-tenths of a percent. There you go. Bit of a nothing one when it came to the material space, flat overall. Yeah, I, I think that was where I think a lot of the strength at the start of the day came through because I, when mm-hmm. I was reading, um, at least for my, uh, what was it, the, the, the first time I was on air for, for, for the day, um, Fortescue up, BHB I think was up slightly. You know, we are just talking about some strength coming through that space. It didn't seem to last the whole day, and I guess that's no. what maybe dragged the market lower. I don't yeah, know. yeah, I think that's a fair comment. So the banks as well. Uh, right. CBA was down by about one and a quarter percent. If we take a look at some of the outperformers, though, there was a bit of news associated with it. I mean, Polynovo was up by about 5%. We saw a director buying shares. Mm-hmm. That is often a... Uh, well, you know, an endorsement uh, of what's going on there. Yeah. There's a bit of an executive change happening at Orica. And uh, I don't know if it's a coincidence, but its share price was up by 5%. Grain Corp up by about 5%. Um, you know, we did, well, there's not a lot of, of news associated with it, to be honest, but there's sort of a general sentiment around that area of the market that mm-hmm. things are still going very well. Had a chat with Philip Pepe from Sean Partners. Right. Elders continues to be one of his picks um, right. Yeah, I- in the broader market overall. Um, yeah, uh, just to round out that conversation, or the list I guess I'm giving, EML was the worst performer. Mm-hmm. It was down by about 7%. It did have a non-executive director appointed. I don't dare say that's not why its share price is down. <laughs> Points bet holding, Megaport, Tyro, you get the idea, those companies that really weighed in terms of percentage change on the market. And that was even though we saw its price target lifted 21% by JP Morgan, 17% by Morgan's, 25% by Macquarie, 
and uh, 28% by Wilson's in the wake of yesterday's um, upgrade that came through, guidance upgrade. Wow. Well, it's a hell of an endorsement. What did you say the stock price move was? Just yeah, but it was down by 4.6%, so it gave up Go any figure. of the gains that it saw yesterday, but it was oh. just a really negative day for that whole tech space. Yeah, yeah no, it was higher interest rate rise. Well, we did. We uh, the U.S. Treasuries weren't trading last night, and obviously yeah. this is the dysfunction that we're seeing in, in European bond markets, but um, gilts, I think, were up 23 basis points, the 10-year. Uh, Bund yields up to 15. I might have got that backwards. But anyway, really big run up in yields. So not good for tech. No. And um, other than that, Telstra. Telstra, just wanted to call out Telstra for a minute. So reiterating its guidance, um, up by about a quarter of 1%. Whether the two are related, um, I doubt it. But it was AGM season, or I should say. It is AGM season. But it was one of the first big AGMs to come through. And um, obviously, the market not finding anything to dislike in the update coming through. You know, obviously, they're talking about that 2025 program still. Uh, you know, Andy Penn no longer at the helm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I've had a few uh, conversations with people today, including Heath Moss from HLM Investments, um, who, yeah, you know, investors are really hanging out for this AGM season. They want to know more about what conditions are like on the ground. Yeah, I'd be interesting to infer because um, I think uh, one comment that came out today was just talking about margin pressures, wasn't it? That's that's one theme I think that was starting to get out there. So, um, yeah, I guess all those things, how are we going to weather this kind of upcoming storm? We had a, you know, it's a bit of a digression, but um, uh, uh, the Treasurer, uh, Chalmers, speaking today, sort of um, trying to, to uh, warm us up for, for, for what could be a pretty rough, uh, rough period for the economy. I guess uh, getting it straight from the corporate's mouth would be very handy. Yeah, um, don't forget, and this is just an aside, we've got the first budget coming from this new government in about two weeks' Ooh. time. Um, so yeah, AGM season, we've got uh, CBA coming tomorrow. So a lot of blue chip heavyweights this week, including CSL. So we want to know the impact of you know monetary policy tightening, costs, obviously margins, operating performance, and I guess dividend sustainability could also be one of those themes to emerge from AGM season. Um, baby bunting. Baby That's bunting. my segue. Stock yep. of the day today, Kyle. I mean, if <laughs> oh, wait a minute, give me a sec, and I'll check in on the share price because when I uh, when I first heard, yeah, it was down by twenty one percent today. Yeah, it's negative. It's very negative. <laughs> it's been a Kyle's a man of few words sometimes. <laughs> can be a bit understated, <laughs> but it's funny because this is a company that all through the pandemic, uh, plenty of our experts were saying, look, this is a company that has its corner of the market covered, you know, yep. well run, all the rest of it. Clearly, market, Mr. Market not loving the results, but it was a stock of the day. Shall we listen in to what our guests had to say? Let's listen. If, you, if, you, if you're interested, I would still think that um, after a shellacking like today, someone with a long-term view can, can snap this up. And, ah, and so you see it as a buy after oh yeah. yeah Certainly, I agree. On the long term, this is definitely a buy. Could have some more downside in it a little bit, but um, on the current multiples, it looks good. I'd have it as a buy. Just, okay. just wait it out, and it's a good long-term hold. Surprisingly, well, maybe unsurprisingly. Deep value. Double buy. Yeah, maybe it's just a yeah, great discount. Buy it cheap. Babies are still going to get born. <laughs> they, they probably will, yeah. Online presence is continuing to grow. Stores, stores are continuing to roll out. I mean, yep. uh, like, there's always that conversation. Is this discretionary retail? Or mm. is this, yeah. 
Feed you your kid. You haven't reached that phase I yet, I haven't Kyle. reached that, but I do have a, <laughs> a younger siblings, and I'm just kind of thinking if there, there were ever a conversation in the house, like, oh, do we go on holiday this year or do we not feed the kids? Um, generally speaking, I think we opted to feed the, the little ones. You They're sure still did. with us. Look, sometimes you go for the cheaper pram yeah. because it's sort of like the status symbol. I don't want to get too far into it, but I remember actually I going out yeah. and like, are we a, are we a, what was it called? Oh, there was a really high-end brand. Or are we more mountain Another brand. I'm probably doing uh, the ABC thing by not mentioning brands, but you know, we had to. You had to peg where you are on that yeah, <laughs> stroller no, scale. I, yeah, I went I cheap. Uh, <laughs> my friend, I block my ears when my friends start having this conversation, or my uh, my dear girlfriend who who lives in the nice leafy inner eastern suburbs yep. of Melbourne. When you when you have to get a premium pram, I didn't know it was a thing until recently. No, no, it's yeah, those a, yummy it's mummies and yummy daddies or whatever you call them nowadays. It's a thing. I didn't go second hand though, because that's the thing. You don't go second hand. You, you, you don't? do sort of. No, I'm you getting, kind of. I'm they taking, so I'm taking notes they're here. Gross. Yeah, no, I'm they're gross. <laughs> like, give it two years. They're disgusting. Anyhow, no, right. we digress. Yes. That's baby bunting. That was the stock of the day. Mm. Kyle, we had a whole raft of insights into the local economy coming yep. through today. Confidence um, and a lot of chat uh, conversation about confidence it was interesting because we're still seeing that kind of divergence between consumer sentiment and. Uh, business sentiment, the interesting, the most interesting, I think, thing to come from that consumer sentiment reading, other than the fact that it's clearly low and we know that it's very, very low, we know roughly why it's low, uh, but the split, um, the survey um, was open or began a day before the RBA's decision uh, and obviously progressed for a couple of days afterwards. Uh, the uh, index uh, for 40% of those who were surveyed before the RBA decision was around 77 uh, afterwards was around 88. Uh, so you can see the difference there that the, well, 25 basis point versus a 50 basis point hike made. Still, uh, 84 was the, the, the final number there for the consumer sentiment reading. Uh, it could have been so much, so much worse had yeah. we not uh, had the RBA sort of... And that's near historic it. lows. It, that 77 would have basically been an, an all-time low. Mm -hmm. And I had a great, just a, as a, an extension of that, I had a great conversation with Stephen Wu from the CBA who just sort of discussed the dynamic as to, you know, why we're seeing that divergence between um, the business confidence Reading and the West, uh, the Westpac consumer confidence reading, and he's basically said we're just still waiting for the flow, to flow and effects. Uh, rate hikes are still going to bite consumers and consumer behaviour. They'll eventually stop spending um, because they feel, you know, reasonably pessimistic. That kind of hit to demand hasn't gone through to businesses yet, so businesses are still feeling good, but they expect that to flow through eventually. So um, had some really good conversations about that across the board today. Mm -hmm. Also. Um, uh, who was it? Was uh, Jason Ireland from McGrath Nickel, I yeah, believe. Yeah, he's also always great on consumer sentiment. Yeah, and much more of a micro level sort of thing as well with the way he approaches it. So that's also a great conversation. Um, but everyone kind of gets that sense. It's probably not surprising with the, the how pessimistic consumers are that it's kind of a ticking, ticking time bomb. Yeah, it's I a, mean, it's a matter of when and not if. Yeah, the RBA put it its own forecasts in terms of when you know households will fall into negative cash flow positions. And today, the Combank put out its household spending intentions. It was down by. Half a percent. So that is the first monthly decline since April. So it, mm. CBA says, that it's beginning to show the impact of those rate rises on the household sector. I thought it was interesting mm. to see health and fin fitness. Now, this does not apply to you. Still boxing up a storm, yeah. I know. <laughs> single, see single those guns when they come out, guys. Well, I'm sure you all already have. But um, <laughs> down by 11%. So that is more than offsetting again in August. Spending mm. is now down by 5% per year. Look, I will admit, I cancelled my <laughs> membership. Yeah. Look, there's many reasons. One of which is well I got tired short. of getting up <laughs> yeah, at 5 o'clock in the morning or 4.50, whatever, to get there. But also because, you know, everybody, like, you know, you're a privileged few that doesn't have to sort of sit back and think about your spending at all. Yeah. And I just decided that, you know, close to $70 a week. 
it's, it's unless really you're using it. Gyms in Sydney are crazy expensive. expensive. And yeah, it was. I could find a cheaper gym, but it's the one that's closest to me, and that's yeah. part of the motivation. Yeah, we're not making this about me, but I can only imagine. I wasn't the. Uh, I'm clearly not the only one that no. sort of thought, oh, oh you know it what? It's so expensive. It's too much right now. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I will say as well, and this is not to, to kind of um, up myself a little bit, I, I don't drink any, or haven't drank in about seven months. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, like, that, that money would probably go to the gym membership instead. That's kind of like my drinking money, basically. But yeah. um, you, you'd literally, I, I know people have to choose between the two, and normally they choose the alcohol, quite frankly, because they, it's much more enjoyable. <laughs> um, but nevertheless, <laughs> that we're in that position now, and again, it's kind of, you know, first world problems, but, you know, um, there are uh, decisions being made with, with your spending. One more point, though. I know it's a little bit mm. um, uh, personal. Uh, do you still have a mortgage on your home? Yep. Yeah. Do, have you just recently got the emails from your lender being I, like I get a letter in the post like every two weeks it feels like yeah yeah Ma, I just realized you know how everyone's talking about you know the, the lag effect mm-hmm. and, and whatever November yeah I, I can't wait to see that data afterwards because I think my repayments I've only got a very small modest place in Melbourne one bedroom and it's jumping about 300 400 bucks a month no no because and at first you were like yeah whatever yeah it's like the nah, price of comes through a oh, little bit of money increase that wasn't that yeah. much it was 25 basis points now we're getting the you yeah. know, 350 I've obviously haven't experienced rate hike before. This thing's going to come like a tidal wave. I feel like yeah. it's going to hit me hard. No, 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 no. I I completely agree because the first ones I was barely even reading. It's just <laughs> sort of like ripping up and throwing <laughs> out. And lately, I've been uh, like, wait a minute, what is that? What's that coming out of my account? That 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 house that is losing value. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, look, we we're we're people in the real economy too. You know, I have been <laughs> bringing my lunch now for uh, many a week. Well. But That's but I will say, I just got back from holidays. I feel like I'm showing off, but. I note that the travel index, and I only say that because the travel index for the spending mm. intentions was up by 3.6% in the month. So, right. you know, again, that continues to be like, oh, I was speaking with Alex Pakoulis from Harper's Bernays about, yeah. you know, all these dynamics. And the point is, is that it's, we're still in such an extraordinary environment because when we think about even U.S. quarterly reporting season that comes through, I mm. mean, it's very possible that uh, we see a beat on expectations. Yeah. Um, expectations have been revis- revised down. We've already had some of the bad news out of the way, if you think FedEx, if you think Micron. Um, and so it, there is still so much imbalance in the economy, so much inertia from mm. all that monetary policy, from all the fiscal policy. I mean, the jobless rate in the U.S., as you know, is 3.5%. Percent, yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's sort of sometimes hard to get your head around. So, yeah, um, U.S. quarterlies kick up next week. We will s- we will see. But again, yeah. it will be interesting to see what the consumer is doing. And we do hear from Pepsi next week. I'm looking forward to that one. I always look forward yeah. to those ones, Kyle, yeah. partly because I'm a nerd, but also because they, they tell you about consumers. They tell yeah. you about input costs, and they yeah. tell you about transport, which is a good insight into the labor force as well. So. Yeah. Well, I'm rubbing my hands together practically it's over this It's going to be big. Coming. Now that you mention it, I'm going to have to try and get early, get, get my sleep back into order, get uh, get uh, some my energy up because uh, it's going to be huge in the next few weeks. Keep going to boxing. Come on. Uh, and go to bed early. Yeah. Sleep is ugh, cannot be overrated. Mm. Okay, so what happens tonight? We've got the NFIB, said it right this month, Business Optimism Index, the Economic Optimism Index. We get consumer inflation expectations in the United States, and we get weekly chain store sales. I believe we do also have some Fed speakers. You know, I used to like always Loretta make Mester, sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. Mester tonight. Yeah, I only remember that because I did the f- the court okay. class four, and the, her name was there, so <laughs> it was fresh in my mind. I was like, I, I, I used to memorize, you know, who's coming up, what are they going to oh, say, what, what, what do they fall on, and now I just, you sort of know what they're going to say. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we, of course, will be listening to that. Yeah. Um, look, we've got great guests lined up, as per usual, tomorrow. I'll just, 
I'll just mention a couple, and this is by no means a favorites list, but no, Kenny Polcari kicks things off. <laughs> Steve Sosnick, I'm really looking forward to hearing oh, from wow. him. He's good value. Um, we've got uh, Evan Lucas from InvestSmart. He's just published a book. You're welcome, Evan. Yes. Uh, the uh, book launch is on Sunday, actually. Is I'm going to try and get down oh, there cool. in Melbourne this weekend. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Um, Lachlan Meekin from Go Market. So, yeah, and Matthew Sherwood, Perpetual. Yeah, I'm going to stop because I'll, I'll get myself into it's trouble. Just, it's but a jam-packed Another great day. And also, this is just a PSA. Um, we are holding an event in conjunction with the ASX on Thursday. So this is one of those virtual investor events. It is from 9 till 12. We understand you know, everybody doesn't have that time to invest in the day. But if you go to our website or sign up via the newsletter, um, you can. I- if you register for it, we will send you a catch-up copy. So it's all about investing with a future focus. So think mega trends. Think Australian listed opportunities when it comes to some of those big trends that just may see you through this very tough period in markets. So not saying that they're immune to market machinations, but 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 you're investing with sort of a longer term view. Yeah, yeah. You're just chucking all your money in lithium. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's Ozbiz.co. Forward slash future focus. Ausbiz.co forward slash future focus. That came from Lauren Byrne. Now, just uh, be a little bit indulgent here. We mm-hmm. are saying goodbye to Lauren today. She's yeah. been a master of socials for us. And uh, yeah, we'd like to say thank you for all of your contributions. Lauren, we wish you nothing but the best in the future. And no doubt um, we will see you on socials. But um, yeah, I know <laughs> that she's developed lots of great friendships here. So So all the best, Lauren. Uh, We'll catch you on the other side. Adios. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.